Bong bong. Rest in peace, Ra Ra. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, Bung Bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, a.k.a. the Big Boss Man, a.k.a. the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, a.k.a. the Milkman, because I always deliver, a.k.a. the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the uh, Professor Clump of podcasting, bro. Yes. Uh, I've been complaining about how fat I am, bro. I've been talking about it. I've been writing jokes about it. And I'm fat. I am fat, dude. There's been problems. It's my eating. I've been working out. I've been doing, I've been going for walks. I've been on the exercise bike, push-ups, sit-ups, you know, jumping jacks from time to time, boxing in the garage, working out. Working out, bro. Not losing weight. Putting it on. I'm getting, I'm a fat fuck. And it's because of my eating habits. And this week alone, I'm going to be candid. This week alone, I split two pairs of pants. Yeah. One of them was cheap denim. It was like a a pair of um, pants that I bought from Big W. You know, they're not a sponsor, so don't, you know, don't don't go shopping there and stuff just because I said their name. And also... Don't not sponsor me because I'm talking shit about your product. But you should also, you should also not have you know split in denim. I've never seen denim split except for intentional rips, rips in the, you know, in the knees. You know, some some people are ripping out the whole entire front of their jeans almost these days. Um, there's chicks underbutt. You're seeing some underbutt, and I, am I against that? No. You how are you supposed to be against underbutt? Uh, unless it's you know gross butt. You know I've seen. I saw the funniest meme, dude, about um, this guy had texted his girl. He's like, I'm just not feeling great today. Like, I'm just not happy. And the girl writes back, oh, I, you know, I hope you're okay. Here's something to cheer you up. And sends him a picture of her fucking pancake butt. And the dude wrote back, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Man, you corny. Oh, wrong button. Shots fired, bro. Shots fired on that. Um, there's no video this week. Uh, I'm going to Melbourne. I'm going to hopefully do some comedy this week in Melbourne. I haven't booked anything in, so there is a chance that I may not. I may not actually get any gigs, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna work from there, and um, you know, hopefully get some gigs at night. We'll see what happens, man. But. It'll be, if I do get gigs, it'll be my first time doing any comedy outside of South Australia or outside of Adelaide, really. Um, so, yeah, dude, I split two pairs of pants this week. Pair of, yeah, cheap jeans and some work pants. And then I went, dude, I had it like, you know, start of the show, you, you know, you heard, you heard me say rest in peace, rah-rah, and that's, um, you know, close family friend, friend of the show of mine, um, uh, grandfather passed away. And then I realized that, um, you know, I met him 15 years ago, which is just 
just under half of my life. I'm 31 right now. About to be, I'm turning 32 uh, in a few months. So really, half my life I've known this man. I, I knew him better than I knew my own um, opa. Opa, mom, uh, he's Dutch. He was Dutch, so um, he was opa. I think you're supposed to say opa. I say opa, but um, I knew, yeah, I knew, I knew Ra Ra better than I knew my opa, man. So I didn't actually, you know, you obviously you don't like count your years that you've known someone generally, but um, yeah, I've known my friend for since since I was sixteen. I'm thirty one now, so that's fifteen years coming up on sixteen years, half my life. Um. And that was, yeah, that was wild to think about. And uh, it was, yeah, it was emotional, man. Went to that funeral. But, yeah, the the lead up to the funeral, dude, I'm trying to put on so I've got all these tailored suits, like thousands of dollars worth of suits, right, in my wardrobe, you know, humble brag. Humble brag. Easy money. And um, none of them fit. None of them fucking fit me yesterday, dude. And for that, you probably need, like... Um, so I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I can't really suit up, which is kind of embarrassing at a, um, at a, at a funeral. So I went to, I was like, well, um, you know, my work pants are split. These jeans, they were like some brownie colored jeans. You could kind of get away with them if you wear like nice shoes and a nice shirt, right? So I'm like, oh, I'll put those jeans on. I look at them and there's a fucking big rip in the back. Huge rip in the back, dude. Like, I'm talking Subway sandwich size rip. Six inch. And I don't remember doing it. I've been driving Rachel's car lately and, you know, it's a big step into the car. And I'm so fat that I'm nervous to step on the, you know, the step up bit, thinking I'm going to, like, pull that off the vehicle. So I do the massive, like, you know, one one foot in the, the you know, four-wheel drive. Like a big, it's a large SUV. So I step up into it, and I'm, that's probably how I've ripped them. But also, I'm fat. And so, um, yeah, dude, I, I'm i like, fuck, i got no pants. And I put on this one pair of suit pants that I bought when I was, like, gaining weight, and they looked okay. And now they're, like, tight. And I looked disgusting, and I was like, fuck, I'm just going to have to wear these. And Rach, Rach just looks at me, and she's like, you can't fucking wear that. She's like, wear some other pants. I was like, I don't have any other pants, you know? Um, so, so I was like, fuck. So I travel, like, we've got a big W right around the corner from here. These motherfuckers are getting some, some clout this week. Big W clout. And I go to big W, they don't, you know, it must be like summer. They're trying to get rid of all their summer shit. There's, there's like no pants except for like, you know, fabric pants, like almost maternity pants for men. And that would have been wild hammer pants type shit. And I was like, I'm not wearing that shit. I can't, I don't even want to wear that. I'm not buying that, but I bought a new belt. Um, it was actually, I actually bought a smaller belt. The belt that I did get, I was like, I must've been like having a real fat feeling day at that time. And I bought a belt too big that doesn't actually hold up my pants. So I went, I bought this cheap ass belt, um, which actually holds my pants up. And then I had to go, go home, grab my shit. And I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing shorts, right? Like you can't wear shorts to a funeral. So I'm, I had to drive down to Harbour Town, which is like, they say that it's factory outlet, but everything's full price. Uh, so I went there and there's a shop there called uh, Johnny Biggs. 
Well, I went to Levi's first. $130 pants at a fucking factory outlet, right? And they were they were slim fit. And my, I'm too fat for slim fit, right? So I put them shits on and it looks like straight up leggings, bro. So I'm stressed. I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be late. I run from Levi's to Johnny Biggs, which is just so embarrassing to go to a, sh- a shop called Johnny Biggs, dude. Like as if fat people aren't ostracized enough. You know, dude. I dude. I thought I was. Um, you know, I thought I was a minority before, just being a black man. Now I'm a fat black man, dude. Now there's extra um, pressure on me to be funny because all fat black dudes are funny. So I'm like, fuck. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, at least I'm gaining some funny superpowers or something. But so I'm, dude. I'm at Johnny Biggs, and I'm like, dude. I need a. I need a 38 long. And he's like, done gives it to me, I put it on, I, like, I went to the changing room just to make sure, and I was like, fuck, I can't even button these bitches up, so I was like, dude, I'm a 40 long, and he's like, oh, put on a bit of weight, have we? This is what the dude said, the dude trying to make me buy clothes, if I wasn't in a rush, if this was an emergency, I wouldn't have bought the shit, and I would have probably fucked him up, dude, honestly, I think I would have lit that fucking place on fire after that comment, you know, um, I was a bit, you know, it's the end of the pay, the pay week. You know, I get paid in a couple of days, so I was a little, I'm a little bit skinny for cash. So like buying these were hundred dollar pants, you know, cheaper than Levi's, but you know, the brand name is Johnny Big. They should be sixty percent. They should be sixty percent off at all times. I should have paid forty dollars for these pants, but of course, um, you know. When you're buying Johnny Big, you're buying half the fucking fabric in the world. So, you, of course, it's going to be expensive. It's not even, you know, it's not even, what you know, couture. I don't even know what couture means, honestly. But, um, yeah, dude. So, I bought these fucking pants. I wore them out of the store. I just ripped the tag off while I was in the, um, while I was in the chain, the dressing room. And the guy's like, oh. Wearing them out. Yeah, stop making comments on my life, dude. You know? So, I I wore them out. I was wearing flip-flops. I get to the car, put my shoes on, put my shirt on. Um, then I got to the place, put my blazer on. I was kind of looking, I was, kinda, I was looking pretty smooth when I got there. But, you know, anxiety is at an all-time high just of the because of the morning I've had. And then, you know, then I've got to sit through one of the, the saddest occasions, probably the, probably the saddest occasion you can sit through, uh, unless you're watching Marley and me, I suppose. But, um, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was good that I learned, you know, like I said, I'd known Rara 15 years and I learned a lot about him yesterday, which kind of sucks to learn. It's like you learn too late or whatever, but, um, he was an interesting man and he was fucking funny, dude. And I, you know, I knew that about him, but I didn't know that he used to do this. Um, I don't know. I think it was on TV. He was like, he used to have like a betting, a sports betting segment on the local footy on telly. I think like on the news or something, the sports or something. I don't, I don't really know, but they play this clip of him and he talks so fast and he got, and there was one quote like, and I'm, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he, it was, um, there used to be a, 
Sandful or SANFL, whatever, however you want to call it, team called Woodville. They're now called Woodville West Torrens. A couple teams joined up together. But he said, Woodville, Woodville don't even like playing on their own. Over. And it was, dude, it was so fucking funny. And I didn't know that about him, that he did that. I knew footy was his whole life, footy and family, man. And it made me, dude, it made me change a decision that I had made. Um, well, no, it didn't. Hold on, let me explain. In like later on, I thought about it deeper later. So after I left the funeral, Rachel called me and she's got like this hookup at this this like Airbnb or something in Sydney. She's like, we should go. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking about finances and we got a baby coming and, you know, and she's like, yeah, like my friend's staying there with a couple of her girlfriends. I'm like, I don't want to be in a house full of girls. I want to go on a girl trip. It's like, no, no, like we would do our own thing and then at nights be with them. I'm like, so I'm just going to sit around listening to you bitches babbling on about, you know, fucking couture clothing, whatever that is, you know? I was like, no, I'm not, that doesn't sound like fun to me. And then this morning, actually, this morning I was on the bike, you know, trying to shed some fucking kgs. Um, I think, you know, honestly, it's, it's, I've been doing one exercise, like I said, but I, I eat like a pig. Let's, we'll get back to that in a minute. I'm on the bike and I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Rara and the funeral yesterday and, um, and how much he just put family first, man. He just loved his family. He loved his wife. He loved his kids and he fucking adored his grandchildren. And he was everywhere they were at. Taekwondo training, football, football games, coaching everyone. He's, Whatever anybody was doing, he's there. Dance recitals. He's there. And I was like, I just got to say yes to shit. Even if it sounds dumb, you know, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a kid soon and he might want to play cricket, which is one of the worst sports. He might want to play that. And I'm not going to not go just because I don't like it. So I, I tried calling Rachel this morning. She's at work and she's probably busy. So like she didn't answer. I tried to call her and be like, look, Let's fucking do it. I'm going to Sydney. I want to be like Rara, man. So that, you know, impact, still impacting. He's still out there impacting our lives, man. So uh, that's why I didn't want to do ads today. I just wanted to give a rest in peace and he's going to, you know, he's going to, he's going to be all right and everyone's going to be all right. And um, I hope the family does the, you know, they, they're always gonna, they, every time they get together, Christmas, you know, religious holidays, Hanukkah, or Hanukkah, um, Easter, Kwanzaa, Passover, Yom Kippur, you know, the family will get together and they'll just be able to reminisce on how he made them feel and how he made them smile and all that shit. And that's how we need to do that shit. Um, We need to do that shit when people are still here. We need to give everyone their flowers, whether they're, whether you're giving them flowers for being like the best, you know, the best ever, you know, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Dave Chappelle, or you're giving people flowers for just being good people. You know, rah-rah, you know, 
you know, Rachel, good person, my parents, your parents, your sisters, your brothers, cousins, friends. You just got to give people their flowers, man. Tell them you love them. I get drunk and do it. It's, you know, it's a bit of a thing that happens to everybody when they're, I fucking love you, man. I do it mostly because you just don't feel as embarrassed. And I um, I messaged Boardman. We did the, um, oh, yeah, let's re- – oh, no, I'll recap the uh, Christmas party next time Boardman's on board. Literally on board, like on the board. Sensational. And, like, in the building. But uh, we'll recap the Christmas party then. But, like, I messaged him when I was in the Uber on the way home and I was like, fucking love you, bro. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, I'm a loser. But nah, bro, not a loser. You let people know when you love them. Fucking let them know that shit, you know? Anyway, back to being fat. I, um... Yeah, dude, I'm clumped out. Like, it almost seems... You know how Professor Clump is also buddy love? And you guys might not know about this, but if you've seen The Nutty Professor, and I haven't seen it in years, so I might not really... But I think... He develops some sort of potion you can take and it you lose weight instantly. But he his whole kind of persona changes. He's he's not just Professor Clump skinny. He turns into Buddy Love and he's like a he's a bit of a dick, honestly. But um when if he's Buddy Love and he then you know, the, the potion runs out and he turns into back into Professor Clump. I forget it. I forget his name. Um, yeah, I forget his first name, but it's Professor Clump and he, uh, he like, if he turns into, like, all the clothes rip and shit. And that's why I'm clumped out, bro. All my clothes are ripping. I'm like the Incredible Hulk, but instead of, like, being muscular and awesome, I'm fat and lame. So... So that's, yeah, that's what's going on with me right now. I was fucking, dude, I, yeah, I was like sad. I was sad before the funeral, you know, and I'm sure probably everyone was. But I was like pretty focused on making sure I was wearing fucking pants and not sweat shorts. I was wearing sweat shorts on the way. And if they didn't have pants, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done. Because you cannot go to a funeral wearing shorts. Um, I was about to say it's one of the unwritten rules, but that I'm sure that's written down somewhere. I am sure that is that has been documented. It's funny, uh, we're not on video today, so and I've already showered and I've got to catch a flight in about three hours, and I get real sweaty when I pod. So I'm I'm wearing no shorts, I'm wearing no pants, I'm wearing boxer shorts. And no shirt. So I'm just sitting here looking like a blob, sitting sipping on this bung bung coffee, bro. And like, fuck, that's hot, but it's delicious. I'm, I'm just looking like an absolute poo emoji, bro. It's nutty shit, bro. But I, um, I elected to go noteless today because I feel like I read too much sometimes and like then i just hit i'll hit a uh a topic 
they'll hit a topic and it'll just be uh, like for a second I'll move on to something else. I won't rant. I won't improvise. You know, I won't do any of that good shit. So that's why I decided to just go noteless today and just see see where it takes me. And that's what I used to do on the show. And then I started thinking I was a professional and shit, like, you got to prepare, you got to have notes. And then shit, shit, shit just like sits. Shit sits, man. Like, um, you, unless you're really taking like dot point notes and you can just talk for a while, you end up just reading your point and being like, yeah, isn't that crazy? Next point. So I'm doing note, I'm doing, I've either changed my notes to legit dot points where I don't really remember what I'm talking about so I can find it, just like travel through it, like, you know, Jerry, shit, I forgot his name, Jerry McConnell, is that his name? You guys are thinking, why are you referencing someone that's like a B-list, possibly C-list celebrity? This motherfucker was A-list, he used to be A-list, he was on... Stand by me as a child, and then he was in. I think he was in Tomcats. Um, and then he was on a TV show called Loopers. No, that doesn't sound right. Sliders, fucking sliders, where they either they, they travel to an alternate dimension or something like that. I'm pretty sure. You know how things have theme like theme music or um, theme songs. Have you ever, ever felt like this? You know, that's around the twist. Um, That's the office. You know? I'm pretty sure Sliders was like a little bit of music and the guy had to, (laughs) and it was just a bunch of exposition, dude. And the guy would be there like, these guys traveled to a parallel universe using their powers and portals to get through the, hold on. Now this is where it's good when you got bored, man, because he, he can do all the Googling, but we are going to find the Sliders intro. Uh, YouTube, please. Um, hopefully it was called Sliders, Sliders, uh, TV intro. And I do remember there being a, um, yeah, yeah, that's Jerry McConnell. I'm sure that's his name. But anyway, uh, let's see what the, I'm sure the guy just explained what the whole TV show was because it was too difficult to, <laughs> to understand. And that, that is how you have, um, uh, that's how you know you've got a pretty bad idea for a television show. But let's, uh, this is season three intro. Let's see. Let's see what it has to say here. And I bet there's ads. There's always fucking ads. This is going to be. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds where it's the same year and you're the same person, but everything else is different? And what if you can't find your way home? So the 
What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? Where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Sensational. And that sliders, and that that's a that's pretty deep reach to like remember that that let, what year is this? Let's pull up sliders on IMDb and see what years that shit ran. Let's see how many seasons this shit went for because it seems so bad that for that to be the season three intro and that's wild. It's like three seasons and you still got to explain yourself. Uh, sliders. 1995 is when it started. 95 to 2000. Wow. Five seasons. Um, and it's Jerry O'Connell, not McConnell. But, yeah, dude. That is... That's the type of shit that I would never, ever pull out. Um, no home loans. If... If I was... um reading notes i never would have pulled sliders never in a million years dude um shit man this is probably going to be a short episode i think i'm going to leave it there actually i just wanted to make sure i i checked in um and you know shared my thoughts about about really making sure you say yes sometimes. And that's real basic, like, white girl knowledge, bro. I'm just going to say yes to, like, everything that's my... Because, like, it's just going to open me up to some of my experience. You know? But that's, like, kind of... It's basic, but it's kind of, like, you should. You should say yes more, and I, I should. I'm too comfortable, dude comfortable in this fat body so yeah i'm gonna say yes to rach um in terms of you know sydney if she you know if she proposed to me i'd say no i'd michael scott that shit that's two office references in one sensational i did the theme music and i also did you know michael scott when holly holly actually um proposes to well she starts proposing to mike and he just goes nope nope and he walks out of the room because he wants to propose. Old school shit. But also, you can say that I'm not evolved, I'm devolved or whatever, but if Rachel proposed to me, bro, I think we just break up instead. I could, I would never forgive her for that. <laughs> I'd never forgive her for that, bro. I'd resent her forever. So that's the end. That's that's how you break up with me. If you're, if you're, you know how it's hard to break up with people and you're like, um... <laughs> you, you're like trying to think of like you know i i do love you and you're like my best friend in the world but like i'm just i think we're just growing in different directions and blah 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 because you should never be dude some people say just be honest just be honest tell them why dude what are you some sort of sociopath you can't be honest to someone you're breaking up with like, dude, you you know, your pussy stinks, your breath's just as bad, you walk with a limp, 
you know? You don't wash your hair, it's greasy. You kick me when you sleep, you snore. You dribble on my shoulder, you know? You never do the dishes. You, you know, I love the environment too, but, and I don't mean to shame you, but fuck, you don't ever use your tampons. There's blood everywhere, you know? I think that I think you're not supposed to say that thing. I think they're trying to normalize, um, you know, not wearing tampons and stuff. They're trying to normalize. I don't know what the movement is. I don't really understand it. Um, isn't it? Isn't it feminine hygiene? Isn't it like feminine hygiene, or is it just? I don't know. They're. Saying, I guess they're saying now that it's just sweet to be like to just like bleed out. When I'm when I'm bleeding out on Call of Duty, I usually need someone to come and give me like an adrenaline shot or something to f- pick me up. But I haven't played Call of Duty in about you know six months, so maybe longer. Honestly, I might not have played Call of Duty in about over a year now. Um, what was I saying? Why did I start being misogynistic? <sighs> oh yeah, don't tell the truth when you're breaking up with somebody. So if Rachel, if you're listening, if you ever want to break up with me, just propose, bruh. Bruh? <laughs> just propose to me, baby, and I will move out. Um, That's it. That's it, man. When, you, when your brain stops functioning and you stop talking, that's the natural conclusion, man. Uh, I would go over sports if Lavelle was here. You know, advice... Uh, but I am in a rush. I need to get to the airport. So we're going to leave it at 30 minutes today. Uh, you know you know what to do. Um, love yourselves, you know, but make sure you, you show me a bit of love as well. So you got you got to hit that share button. Um, from now on, when you, when you, if you, and when you share the Welcome to the Potty podcast, um, please screenshot it and... Uh, send it uh, in the DMs to uh, the Welcome to the Potty Instagram account. Just send a screenshot of your of you sharing the Welcome to the Potty podcast, and whether that's you know in a text message, in a group chat with your friends on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, just screenshot it and send it to us, and you'll be in the running to win a free, completely free Welcome to the Potty um, T-shirt. Um, and yeah, just do that for us, would you? Just, and you're in infinite entries, infinite entries. As many times as you share, just send it to the Welcome to the Potty Instagram account. All right. Um, and don't forget, I've got a fringe show, man. Um, so look up Ain't It Funny if you're in Adelaide for the fringe in March. Uh, Ain't It Funny, Clay McMath. Uh, buy your tickets now. They're available. They're cheap. Get out there, buy them shits, buy them shits. Love you guys, don't forget to love yourselves as always.